Jesus says, I am the vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me, And my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. But this is my Father. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I have spoken to you that, you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what, uh, what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father, uh, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you may ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for Your Word. Jesus, we thank You for sharing this truth with us. That God, our greatest task in this life, in these bodies, in this world of darkness and sin, is to abide in You, to trust in You, to believe in You, to fill our hearts and our soul and our mind and our strength with You. And God, we ask forgiveness for every area of our life that isn't fully abiding in You. And God, we ask Your Spirit to search us and to help us and to heal us, God, to bring conviction and to bring a spirit of repentance upon us that we would get right with you and be real about our relationship with you. So help us today in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated and if you opened your uh, bulletin today, you have the sermon notes there and if you'd like to follow along in the sermon notes, we're going to be looking through that passage in John. Chapter 15, and we're going to talk today about sacrificial love, and then we're going to move into a time in our service where we remember the Lord's Supper, and, uh, and we remember that Jesus Christ came in the flesh and dwelt among us, God's one and only Son, so that you and I don't have to perish. We remember that in His body He bore our sin, became our sin suffered and died on the cross in our place. We're going to remember today His blood that He shed for us so that we might be forgiven of our sin. And that is true sacrifice. And that is true love. 
Every other form of love that we get infatuated with and that we pursue is not truly love compared to what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross. And so sacrificial love is first of all, it's a dependent love. It's a love where we abide in Jesus and we abide in God because Jesus is the true vine. The vine is what gives you all everything, all the nourishment. Everything that you need is going to come through the vine. And Jesus is the vine and the Father is the vine dresser. The Father is the one who knows what to do, who knows what to prune and what to cultivate. So if you have a sacrificial love, first of all, it's dependent on Jesus Christ. And it's a love that's willing to be pruned and cultivated through the Father's love. And you see that in verses 1-4 through of chapter 15. Abide in Me and I in you. You cannot bear fruit by yourself. And so think about that today. How dependent are you on God? On the love that we find in the Bible. Not the love that you find in the world or even the love that you might have found in your family life or growing up or whatever. All those are forms of love, but the greatest love is the love that we see in Scripture. Are we dependent on Jesus Christ? So dependent that we trust Him and we're willing to be pruned and cultivated. There's a lot of people that bail out right there. When God starts pruning, oh no God, I love that. I don't want that pruned out of my life. I need that. And they go right back to the way they lived without God. Yet they a lot of times, oh, I'm a Christian, but God's not touching me and God's not changing me and I'm not giving up anything for him, but I'm a Christian. No, you're not. No, you're not. If you are a Christian, then you are going to experience the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ and be dependent on him. That's what it means to be a Christian and you're willing to let God prune you and cultivate you even though it hurts. Next, sacrificial love is fruitful. So if we're truly living in the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ and we're allowing Him to prune us and cultivate us, our lives are going to be fruitful for God. God is going to be glorified through our life. And of course, to know what does fruitfulness for God look like, study Galatians chapter 5. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, love and joy and peace and patience and all the fruit of the Holy Spirit is what we want to grow in and be fruitful in. And sacrificial love is fruitful. When you start loving as Jesus loved you, you're going to be fruitful because you're dependent on God and God is pruning you and God is cultivating you and God is taking care of Uh, you know, yanking out weeds and fighting off pests and doing everything else for you. And so you're going to be fruitful when you're living in the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ. Next, sacrificial love is God-centered and it's God-glorifying. And those are important words today. That they're God-centered and God-glorifying. There's a lot of people that talk around God and have uh, you know, kind of like a poster God on their on their wall, right? Oh, there's my God. I got a poster of him. I know him. I there, but no, you don't. He's not your life is not centered on God. You don't exist to glorify God. But if we enter into the sacrificial love of Jesus, 
Our lives become God-centered. And as they're God-centered, they're God-glorifying because they're dependent on Jesus. We're pruned by God and we're cultivated through the Holy Spirit. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Why can Jesus say that? Because when we're truly living a sacrificial life for God, we're not asking for selfish stuff. We're not asking for human-centered stuff that just makes life easier. We are asking for God-centered, God-glorifying things that bring glory to Him. Are you abiding in Jesus? And then sacrificial love seeks complete joy. And you find that joy through obedience to Jesus Christ. And you faithfully follow the example of Jesus Christ. That is sacrificial love. Don't get your ideas about love from Hollywood or from politicians or from whatever else, Google or whatever you're going to look for. Find it in Jesus Christ. That is love. And if you want to know what does it mean to have a complete joy, you're going to find that by obeying Jesus So many people are miserable because they claim to be Christians, but don't do anything Jesus says to do. And they just take their little marker and I don't like that verse. I love this sin, so I'm going to wipe this out of my Bible and I'm going to scratch that one and that one. And they're miserable because of it, because they're not obeying Jesus Christ. That's where complete joy is found. When I so center my life on God and I so fixed on the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ in the Bible, then I listen to Him. And I do whatever I can to follow Him and to to suffer even. To endure whatever I have to endure to be obedient to the Savior that shed His blood for me. That's what complete joy begins to come in. It's not the happiness of the world that's dependent on some outside force. It's an inner spiritual joy that even if all is chaos, I know God is in control. He is the vine dresser. Jesus is the vine and I'm okay. And I'm finding my hope in being obedient to Him today. Today. And then sacrificial joy is the greatest love and the only love that will empower a person to love others by loving God first. That's sacrificial love. It's hard to love people. People are hard to love. Especially to love them sacrificially. It's easy to love people that do good stuff for you. And that you, you know, you scratch their back, they scratch your back pretty easy. That's a good, easy to love them. But that's not sacrificial love. That's, uh, you know, basically capitalism. <laughs> so sacrificial love is, is I'm going to sacrifice my heart, my mind, my body, my soul for God first. And then through that love that God has shown me because He loved me when I didn't deserve it. He takes care of me and prunes me and cultivates me when He should have thrown me into the fire pit. And so because of that, I can now love others and I can find the power to love others by loving God first, 
by putting God first in my life. That's where the source of power comes from. And that's what Jesus says. This is his commandment. Love one another. There's no greater love than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Jesus Christ gave his life for us so that he could no longer call you just a servant or a slave that doesn't know what the master's doing, just does what they're told. But you could be his friend. You could be his son and his daughter. You could be one that he cherishes and loves and cares for. And so what kind of love are you filling your life with? Are you filling your life with the greatest love? That's what we celebrate as we take the Lord's Supper together. The greatest love known to mankind. And that is the love that we see in God giving His one and only Son so that we don't have to perish and go where we rightfully deserve to go into hell, into the fire pits. But we get to be reconnected with the God that created us and that so loved us He sent His Son to die for us. That's the greatest love. But are we choosing to fill our lives with that love? Or are we filling our lives with some imitation? Are you abiding in Jesus? Search your heart for that as we get our hearts ready for communion. That's why we're preaching now that we could get our hearts ready for this. We don't want to just go through the motions. It does us no good. Actually, it can do us more harm when we just go to church and go to church and listen or hear but not listen. Your heart just gets harder to the things of God. And, the, and the, the, the enemy, the devil, who's a prowling lion, he's just waiting to pounce on you. As your heart gets harder and harder, as you live in disobedience to the God that loves you and gave His Son for you, don't let your heart get harder and harder. Deal with whatever God's calling you to deal with. Change whatever God is calling you to change. Repentance is a change of your mind, the way you look at life, the way you look at your sin, and go in a new way, a different way. Are you abiding in Him? Are you keeping His commandments? We're just not talking about following rules. We're talking about living in a right relationship with Jesus Christ. Where it's a joyful thing to do what God calls us to do. It's a joyful thing to overcome sin and to shine the light of Jesus Christ and to live differently in a world that thinks more and more that we're a bunch of quacks, that we're a bunch of religious nuts or whatever. It's a joy to keep the commandments of Jesus. Are you loving Jesus sacrificially? Whatever you got to give up, whatever you got to lose. Even for the New Testament Christians, it was their own families that hated them because they became Christians. They were persecuted and sawn in two and thrown to lions to be eaten as, uh, as sport. All kinds of things they sacrificed because of this great love they found in Jesus Christ. Are you loving Him sacrificially? with the goal that you might glorify God with your life and love others sacrificially. Let's pray.
Jesus, we thank you so much for your sacrificial love. A love that's unlike any other love that we could ever imagine. No human could have written the Bible. No human could have inspired these holy scriptures and shown us our Savior Jesus Christ. And we just thank you for your love that you lavish on us. And we ask you to help us as we search our hearts and we get ready to remember that on the cross you really died for our sin. You suffered. You sacrificed. You bled. You felt excruciating pain because of our sin. Make that real to each and every one of us, God. Your sacrifice for us on the cross. Make real for each one of us your blood. Real blood that was shed for us so that we would be forgiven of our sin. A blood that covers our greatest sin and casts it as far as the east is from the west. Our identity is no longer in the worst thing that we've ever done. Our identity is now in Christ. And we are forgiven and we are pure in your sight. And we rejoice in your sacrificial love today. And as this service goes on, God, we ask you to help us soak in your truth. Change our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.